This is 680 CJOB. I'm Brett McGarry. This week on the Couch Potatoes, a full hour on the divorce of Brangelina. I'm Jeff Braun, and we're just kidding. We'll just do one little bit about it. Well, maybe two. That's it. We promise. (laughs) Also this week, still a lot of shows coming your way as the full season rolls out. We'll tell you all about it. First, it's the news. From the couch. It's made too small, Your Grace. It won't go. Your mother was a dumb whore with a fat ass. Did you know that? Look at this idiot. One ball and no brains. He can't even put a man's armour on him properly. You're too fat for your armour. Fat? Fat, is it? Is that how you speak to your king? Oh, it's funny, is it? King Robert Baratheon, Ned Stark, and Lancel Lannister in season one of Game of Thrones, which is based on the book A Game of Thrones, written by George R. R. Martin and published in 1996. Jump ahead to 2016, the show has now been on for six seasons, even though there are only five books, with two still to come. The last one published in 2011, just after the series started on TV. So that probably has fans of the books wanting to smack Martin to speed it up. You're not in your sanctuary now, my dear. All I have to do is whistle and my men will stroll in here and bash you about until I tell them to stop. If I tell them to stop, you could use a good bashing. Grandmother, please. Well, hey, this is interesting. Martin maybe let a cat out of the bag this week after Thrones won its second straight Emmy for Best Drama, hinting at the existence of lots of prequel material, saying, quote, I do have thousands of pages of fake history of everything that led up to Game of Thrones, so there's a lot of material there." One of the big stories fans would love to see is that of Robert's Rebellion, the war that led to Robert seizing the Iron Throne from the Targaryens, with people suggesting that Superman's Henry Cavill play Robert as a young, handsome warrior, not the big fat king that he turned out to be. Enough of this. Let's go watch him ride. At least I can smell someone else's blood. Robert. What? Oh. (laughs) An inspiring sight for the people, eh? Come, bow before your king. Bow, you s***. I miss Robert Baratheon. He was so much fun. However, after Martin said all that, he kind of backed up a little bit, saying, quote, At the moment, we still have this show to finish, and I still have two books to finish, so that's all speculation. George R.R. R. Martin, your doublespeak is making me mad. Have you nothing to say in your defense? Nothing but this. I did not do it. I did not kill But I wish that I had. Watching your vicious die gave me more relief than a thousand lying whores. Had to throw in some beeps there in case you've yet to watch the show. Don't want to spoil anything. As for the show, one of the showrunners, D.B. Weiss, says season seven will be bigger and better, but will also be worse, but mostly better. Does that mean more good characters are going to die horrible deaths? Some of those boys will never come back. Joffrey will. The worst ones always live. Season 7, by the way, starts next summer. No idea when book 6 is coming. Mother. The land 
Justice in the regards. A teaser trailer that made a lot of waves this week was from the upcoming Brad Pitt, Marion Cotillard World War II movie, Allied. Heard a lot about you. Said you were beautiful. <laughs> and good. Being good at this kind of war is not very beautiful. What are you doing? Testing you. The way you tested me. Do they trust you? I'm very good at pretending, Max. Wikipedia describes the premise of Allied thusly, quote, In 1942 North Africa, intelligence officer Max Vatan, Brad Pitt, meets French resistance fighter Marianne Bozager, Marianne Cotillard, on a dangerous mission behind enemy lines. The couple reunites in London, only to have the relationship threatened by the pressures of the war, end quote. So, they have a steamy relationship during World War II. There are spies and stuff, it's said in North Africa. Reminds me of another, of another movie, Casablanca. If that plane leaves the ground and you're not with him, you'll regret it. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon and for the rest of your life. But what about us? We'll always have Paris. And it reminds me of another movie as well, The English Patient. Elaine, I hope you're watching the close because I can't take my eyes off the passion. <laughs> no, I, I can't do this anymore. I can't. It's too long. Quit telling your stupid story about the stupid desert and just die already. Die! Shh! Elaine, you don't like the movie? I hate it! I'm going to hell! Allied is directed by Robert Zemeckis, and with the quality of actors in it and the fact it's coming out late this year, it might have some built-in Oscar buzz. But of course, this week it's getting buzz for stuff like this. They're watching us. The rumor mill went into overdrive as to the reasons behind the Brangelina split with all the tabloids pointing the finger at Codyard. And now they show up in a hot and heavy trailer. Good marketing for the movie, I suppose. We'll find out if the movie's any good November 23rd. What are our odds? I'm surviving. 64. Against. I told you they'd come for you eventually, didn't I, Max? Is this a game? A test? Hello? Is he asking me on a date? She didn't seem that impressed. Yeah, so Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt are starring in a new film in that clip. Pratt directed a remote control robot her way to ask her out. How cute. Wow. You clean up pretty good yourself. You two look fine this evening. We're on a date. Very nice. Took you long enough to ask. So, why did you give up your life on Earth? Wait, what was that? Give up your life on Earth? That's right, this is no rom-com, this is a rom-sci-fi. It's Passengers, and it takes place in space. We boarded the Avalon with a destination. 120 years hibernation means we'll wake up in a new century on a new planet. But a year ago, 
Everything changed. Hello? Anybody here? Hello? Do you know what's going on? Nobody else is awake. I think something went wrong with the hibernation pods. We woke up too soon. 90 years too soon. So it's set in the future, clearly. They're on a mission to a new planet. There are over 5,000 people on board, and for whatever reason, these two, Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt, wake up early and they can't go back to sleep. So they're basically stuck on this ship for the rest of their lives, which on one hand is kind of cool for them because they get the run of the ship, which is full of all kinds of luxuries that they could not dream of enjoying back on Earth. But then... Something's wrong. Something big. What do we do now? Do you trust me? There's a problem on this ship. Everyone's lives are in jeopardy. If they don't do something, there will be no passengers left. It opens December 21st. This ship is gonna go. I have to do this. No! You die, I die! There's a reason we woke up early. More news from the couch next. You are listening to The Couch Potatoes. Welcome back to The Couch Potatoes. I'm Jeff. He's Brett, continuing now with our news from the couch. And a new teaser came out this week for what has so far been a disappointing franchise, Smurfs. Is this the Lost Village? <gasps> um, guys? Who are they? Oh, Brainy! That was Brainy Smurf being smurfed by a flower and then smurfed onto the ground. It's also the only audio from the 30-second teaser for next year's third installment in the series. Back in 2011, the first Smurfs movie came out. Let me get this straight. You're being chased by an evil wizard. Smurf Zackley. Stop saying Smurf for everything. Smurfity Smurf Smurf Smurf. There's no call for that kind of language, laddie. It combines CGI Smurfs with humans like Hank Azaria as Gargamel and Neil Patrick Harris as their guide to New York City. Oh yeah, it also took place in New York City, unlike every Smurf cartoon ever made, which was set in and around the Smurf village in the woods. Despite being dumb and terrible, the Smurfs movie did make half a billion dollars around the world, so there was a second one. Master, let me get Smurf back. We've got to find Smurfette. Are you coming with us? Is a Smurf's butt blue? You tell me. <laughs> 2013 Smurfs 2 only made a third of a billion dollars, which is still a lot, so here we are. Smurfs 3 is different, though. They got a whole new voice cast, and the whole thing will be animated. No humans, and it's set around the Smurf village. The movie comes out sometime next spring. Here's hoping they don't Smurf this one up, too. I must find those miserable little Smurfs, Azriel. Find them and rid the forest of their nasty, rotten, wretched little blue hides once and for all! Where exactly are we going? See my wife? The one that left you? Did you 
shot Dr. Gaskell's dog. I had to, didn't I? You could have pulled them off me. And Oscar-winning screenwriter and director Curtis Hansen passed away this week. He made one of my favorite movies, 2000's Wonder Boys, a coming-of-age tale between an aging author and professor, played by Michael Douglas, and one of his students, played by Tobey Maguire. He's a good kid. He's just a little messed up. I'm sure he'll be fine. It's the proper guidance. You're not like my other teachers, Professor Tripp. You're not like my other students, James. Hansen also made the Eminem movie 8 Mile in 2002, which was a huge hit and critical success. <laughs> he got fired from a pizza place. Well, at least I got a job. But Curtis Hansen will most be remembered for making 1997's L.A. Confidential. Why was Susan Leffert at the Night Owl? I don't know. I never heard of the Night Owl till today. How about some payback, big time? We need evidence. I'll get the evidence. It was an information exchange. Do you have any proof? The proof had his throat slit. What do you want, actually? I just want to solve this thing, even if it means paying the consequences. L.A. Confidential. Curtis Hansen won an Oscar for the screenplay for that and was nominated as a producer in the Best Picture category. The movie went on to lose the Titanic, of course. He also directed the psychological thriller The Hand That Rocks the Cradle and The River Wild. An L.A. police spokesperson says paramedics declared Hansen dead Tuesday at his Hollywood Hills home. Police say he died of natural causes but gave no further details. He had basically retired from filmmaking. His last IMDb credit is from 2012, and he also reportedly had Alzheimer's disease. Curtis Hansen was 71. That is a big trunk. It holds a tuba, suitcase, a dead dog, and a garment bag almost perfectly. Yeah, that's just what they used to say in the ads. One of our students is missing, and his parents found a dead dog in his bed. <laughs> that is the news from the couch. And just one more note about the whole Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie thing. Uh, I wanted to share with you what my reaction was. This was the very first thing I heard or I thought of when I heard the news. I saw you with the box. What was in the box? Oh, what's in the box? What's in the box? Divorce papers. Oh, dear. What an awkward situation. Up next, we'll tell you what's coming to Blu-ray and DVD this week. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes. You chose to be an international CIA spy. Because I don't like bullies. You were like Jason Bourne in George. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. I'm Jeff. He's Brett taking a look at what's coming home on DVD and Blu-ray next week. That's Central Intelligence, the buddy cop comedy starring The Rock and Kevin Hart. It's okay. It got 69% on Rotten Tomatoes and made $200 million around the world. So a decent-sized hit. We'll also get Mike and Dave Need a Wedding Date. That was much less of a hit and much less critically acclaimed, starring Zac Efron and Adam Devine. That's Andy from Modern Family. They play uh, Horndog Brothers going to a wedding to pick up girls. Yada yada yada. Also, there's The Shallow starring Blake Lively. That's the shark movie. That's apparently pretty, pretty good. It looked intense. Yeah. And uh, Warcraft. The less said about that, the better. Highlander, the 30th anniversary edition. Ooh. There can be only one, Jeff. Apparently. Grim Season 5. Um, What else do we have here? Didn't it says Bill and Ted's most excellent collection? We already talked about that last week, didn't we? I thought we did. Yeah, well, there you go. If you haven't bought it yet, you can definitely <laughs> buy it next Tuesday. <laughs> okay. And well, uh, Valley of the Dolls and Beyond the Valley of the Dolls special editions, too. That is what's coming to Blu-ray, DVD, and uh, digital HD. Ghostbusters 
is coming on this uh, Tuesday, September 27th, along with Independence Day Resurgence. They will be released on Blu-ray DVD later on. Up next, more Fall TV. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes. Brett McGarry and Jeff Braun, we are The Couch Potatoes. Time to continue with our Fall TV preview. Last week, this past week, was the big week. So many new and returning shows. This week, not quite as busy, but there is still a lot of activity coming your way. So let's start with what's new this weekend. The Season 3 debut on Saturday, September 24th of Star Wars Rebels. Your anger gives you strength. I will pull the Rebels apart, piece by piece. I must become more powerful. They'll be the architects of their own destruction. So that's on Disney XD on Sunday, September 25th. It's actually a couple of season finales, starting with an HBO show, Ballers. You ready for this? One last shot. You gotta tell me, a grievance was filed. We had a deal. No, we had an understanding. We both know my word ain't worth Ah, damn. You want access to the kingdom, right? First, you got to get past the guards. It's over, man. I got no clue what to do next. Ballers is that football sort of financial advisor show starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He plays a retired football player, now a financial advisor, and his life is kind of a mess. And finally, another season finale on Sunday. This one on Super Channel. It's the season three finale of Power. Tommy's eventually going to jail for doing movies. And if you're on there, you're going down. Admitting to the Lobos Code, Ruiz's murder. That's it, baby. That's everything. I just met up with Milan. Once she signs that contract, he's gonna take you out. When the time comes for ghosts to die, I want you to pull the trigger. You've got the most to lose. You got your family, you got your club, you got your reputation. Now for the premieres this Sunday, starting with. I'm Mike Wallace, I'm Marley Schaefer, and I'm Ed Bradley. All this and Andy Rooney tonight on 60 Minutes. <laughs> It's 60 Minutes, which has been on since 1968, which makes this the 48th season of the show, which sounds like a lot, and it is, even when you compare it to season 28 of The Simpsons. If you're hungry for TV's most delicious comedy... Dad, Dad, you're eating a teddy bear. That's my stomach problem. Then take a bite... Can I lick the ceiling? ...of The Simpsons. Mmm, wow, licorice. Every Sunday on Fox. Kettle corn. It's a feast for the whole family. Did you just smoke your own hand? Mmm, people jerky. The Simpsons, Sundays on Fox. That's on Fox and Global, and I think I'm actually going to try and start watching that again. Haven't watched it in years. I miss The Simpsons. Yeah. Also on Fox, season 15 of Family Guy. Well, that'll be even cooler than when I was in that remake of The Princess Bride with Bill Cosby. Now, one of these has the Iocane powder, you see, and one of them makes you go sleepy by with your mouth open. (laughs) (laughs) Family Guy just pulls no punches. That's right. Still with Fox, it's the season seven debut this Sunday of Bob's Burgers. Fox Sundays this fall. You want some burgers and fries? You want some burgers and fries? (laughs) 
It's a new season of Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burgers. Is it going to be classy or nasty? Definitely nasty. How do you like that? Mm. You want the burgers and fries. You want the burgers and fries. Always served fresh and hot. I've already got the Dutch oven set at the perfect temperature. Bob's Burgers. Season premiere Sunday, September 25th on Fox. Also, the third season begins for The Last Man on Earth. Are we doing this? It's already begun. Boom, still got it. Boom, I still got it. Boom, I still got it. Boom, I still got it. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom. This is only the beginning. Wait, there's going to be more? Oh, yeah. Sunday, September 25th. I'm listening. One of the best shows on television returns. I knew it. But will they survive? Some hairy guy. Emmy nominated The Last Man on Earth returns September 25th on Fox. And on CBS and Global, season 8 gets underway for NCIS Cool J. Starting October 2nd. So it begins. CBS Sunday has never looked this cool. You better believe it. Because NCIS Los Angeles is on a new night. It's good moves. With the same attitude. Whatever we do, we gotta do it now. NCIS LA season premiere on its new night. Now, I mentioned in that promo it's October 2nd, but it is actually September 25th. It was originally supposed to be October 2nd, and then they bumped it to September 25th. So that starts this Sunday. NCIS Los Angeles starring LL Cool J and some other guy. I can't remember. Robin from uh, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Right. Chris O'Donnell. That's it. Right on. They are Navy cops investigating stuff (laughs) in Los Angeles. Three returning shows on ABC on Sunday, starting with Once Upon a Time. Sunday, September 25th. What if your favorite storybook characters... Jafar. ...went to war? What's coming and how do I stop it? And the most wicked villain of them all returns. (laughs) The queen... I killed you. Did you really think it would be that easy? Once Upon a Time. Season premiere Sunday, September 25th on ABC. That's season six for the fairy tale show. Season two starts for Quantico. Are you ready for what comes next? Sunday, September 25th. Welcome to the CIA. ago, a hostage crisis erupted. We get the president and the first lady out of it. This is a wild game of survival. Quantico, season premiere, Sunday, September 25th on ABC. Remember, they're not just federal agents, they're sexy federal agents. That must mean they're better. Yeah, of course. Sexy is always better, as you and I know from our personal lives. Yes, (laughs) because we're we're not. Yeah, no, we're not. Yeah. All right. We're getting derailed here. I just feel bad about myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I always feel bad about myself. <laughs> the second season also begins for Secrets and Lies. I need to know if I'm investigating a murder or if this is a suicide. When a wife is murdered, nine times out of ten, the husband did it. I have friends, detective. Everyone's lying. You are the prime suspect. I did not kill my wife. If you want to arrest me, come and get me. Secrets and Lies. 
premieres Sunday, September 25th on ABC. Juliette Lewis returns as a police detective. New to the cast this year are Michael Ely and Terry O'Quinn, a.k.a. John Locke from Lost. Does that mean you're going to watch it? It does not. No. I bailed on Hawaii Five O when he was in that. So. Oh, that's right. Don't tell me what I can't watch. <laughs> so that's Sunday. And then there's nothing until Wednesday, September 28th, where on CBS we have season two of Code Black. Hello, residents. For the next three years, I'm your mama. And this is Angel's Memorial. At Angel's, code green is relatively quiet. Code red, things are starting to get dicey. But when that board says code black, we're so overrun by critical patients, we don't have the staff or the resources to treat them all. How often does that happen? Almost every night. The medical show stars Marsha Gay Hayden, and new to the cast this season is Rob Lowe. Season 12 starts for Criminal Minds. Television's number one suspense thriller is back. This guy is really baiting us, isn't he? 13 serial killers escaped from prison. Adam Rodriguez joins the team, and Panty Booster returns. Some things never change. Criminal Minds, season premiere, Wednesday, September 28th. Should be an interesting season for Criminal Minds. No more Hotch! The actor who plays Hotch, Thomas Gibson, got fired a few weeks back for kicking a producer, amongst other angry behaviors. So then we jump to Friday. There's a new show on Netflix, a new Marvel show, in fact, called Luke Cage. I guess you guys haven't heard about me. I'm about sick of always having to buy new clothes. King of the tank. Yeah, I've been there. Luke Cage is the third entry into Netflix's dark corner of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The first two being Daredevil and Jessica Jones. Luke Cage is basically invincible. You shoot him, the bullets just bounce off of him. And he's really strong. Netflix has mostly done a solid job so far with the Marvel shows, so I am excited for this. And that wraps up this week's preview, so still lots of stuff, but not quite as busy. This week was insane, so I'm glad it's not quite as busy. Yeah, it was a hard week. I didn't actually get to watch no. any of the new shows. Because oh. I just, I still, <laughs> on Monday. You still make it up for last year, aren't you? On Monday, I finished watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I had three episodes of that left. And then on Tuesday, I had three episodes of New Girl. So when I got home Tuesday, I had to watch the last three episodes. And then I watched. The premiere. The new one and the new Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So you didn't have the three-month cliffhanger because both those sort of had cliffhangers i guess new girl didn't but uh book and nine nine sort of did yeah so you beat that at least yeah i had a one day cliffhanger yeah. so that was kind of nice <laughs> and I, I got i managed to stretch the sitcoms out over the month of august so i had lots of laughs in august courtesy of my television uh you're listening to the couch potatoes Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. I'm Jeff. He's Brett. We just teed up what's new on TV this week, the returning shows and the new shows. And I did manage to watch one from last week. It's on Thursdays on Global and NBC. It's a sitcom called The Good Place. In the afterlife, there's a good place and there's a bad place. You're in the good place. I'm not supposed to be here. Somebody royally forked up. Why can't I say fork? If you're trying to curse, you can't hear. That's bullshit. <laughs> We're condescending bench. Motherfucker. 
You know I'm trying to say ashhole and not ashhole, right? I got that. Yes. The Good Place. Thursdays after Superstore. This fall on NBC. The Good Place is a fantasy sitcom created by Mike Schur, the co-creator of Parks and Recreation and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He was also a writer on Saturday Night Live and as a writer on The Office during the good years of that show. It stars Kristen Bell as a woman who dies in a car crash, wakes up to find herself in heaven because she did a good deed by helping get innocent people off death row. But... It's a mistake. They think she's someone else. She was really a pretty horrible person back on Earth. Now she's in a place where no one can curse or get drunk. Everyone's nice, and it's bliss compared to the bad place. So she has to try to find a way to stay in the good place, even though she doesn't really deserve it. Ted Danson plays Michael. He's a guy who runs her neighborhood in the good place. He designed it. It was his first big project, and he oversees it as well. And there's some problems. Her mere presence is throwing a monkey wrench into the good place. The good place knows something is amiss weird things start happening like it starts raining garbage uh, and some of her nightmares come to life but michael thinks it's his fault because he designed the place the other major storyline has bell trying to pretend to be a good person so she can stay it's a very imaginative show um they ran three episodes this week you can find them on the global global tv website if you miss them i watched the first two and so far so good the cast great Kristen bill and ted danson are both funny people they're game for anything and they've always been very watchable no matter what they do. There were not as many laugh-out-loud moments as I thought there might be or I'd hoped, but I'm sure they'll come yet. They had a lot of pipe to lay premise-wise, so I think once they establish themselves, you know, I, I think the possibilities are there. It's got a lot of potential, and to be fair, both The Office and Parks and Rec started a little rough before hitting their stride. I have more than enough faith in Mike sure to follow him over any rocky ground for a while. So, so far, I would highly recommend watching The Good Place if you're looking to add a show this year. I look forward to checking it out. I have. I want to get to The Good Place. I didn't get to Designated Survivor. I think those are the two new shows that have really piqued my interest. You dropping anything this year? Um, off the top of my head, I can't really think of anything. I did, and it, I don't think I finished watching Zoo over the summer. Oh, yeah. That was just getting so silly. So I, I'm going to dump that off my PVR. Nice. And I had previously dropped Blind Spot last year. So I got a couple. Of- ones I think I'm going to drop to. I'm not for sure yet. I'll have to look at the list and see what's going to make yeah. it and what's not. Up next, I want to tell you something quick about Phantasm. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes. Brett McGarry and Jeff Braun, we are The Couch Potatoes. Wanted to tell you about this in case you're a fan of scary movies. Phantasm. The delusion of a disordered mind. A phantom. A spirit. A ghost. For nearly four decades, it has been contained, but evil always has a way of breaking free. So it's a good news week for fans of Phantasm, a series of horror movies that debuted in 1979, followed by Phantasm 2 in 1988, Phantasm 3 in 1994, and in 1998, Phantasm 4, Oblivion. So there are two things going on this week. The first thing, the original film has been remastered. You're gonna run that tall bastard straight down to hell. The trailer is now online for the remastered version, which will be released on VOD and digital platforms on October 4th, as well as limited theaters October 7th, presumably eventually on Blu-ray and DVD. You play a good game, boy. The game is finished. Now you die. 
And the second half of this story is that there is a fifth movie coming. It's called Phantasm Ravager. The trailer for that is also online now. Reggie Bannister returns as the monster-hunting ice cream man, and the late Angus Scrim returns for one last time as the Lord of the Dead, the Tall Man. Again, it'll be on demand and on digital platforms October 4th, select theaters October 7th, and again, presumably, Blu-ray and DVD soon after. I'm Brett, he's Jeff, we are the Couch Potatoes. Remember, if it requires getting up off the couch, don't bother. This is 680 CJOB.